Umbrella Labour Federation, the Congress of South African Trade Unions, has just held a two-day Central Executive Committee meeting. It's been discussing issues affecting the workers during this period, so let's focus on some of the outcomes of the meeting. Mike Chingange, who is the Kasatu Deputy President, joins me at this hour. Uh, Mr. Chingange, good afternoon, and thank you so much for your time on Afternoon Drive today. Uh, just first of all, tell me uh, about the spirit going into this meeting. Uh, my, my sense is that uh, the reality of COVID has resulted in job losses, reductions in salary, radical changes in working conditions. How are your members feeling at this point? Thank you very much. Good afternoon and thanks for having us. Yes, the members are feeling very disheartened now because, as you know, that uh, most of them have had to go and stay at home, uh, others losing job at all, uh, others uh, getting reduction on the salaries, Others have had to rely on the UIF and the temporary relief schemes, which uh, have got its own problems in terms of delays and corruption that are taking place there. So, yeah, it's a very difficult time. So we're slowly returning to the economic activities so that those who can still be able to defend their job. And those are some of the things that we were discussing. But also, we we the moon is the slow pace by government and social partners that they are supposed to produce what we call an economic recovery uh, plan now because all that the country needs is a shift from what there was before COVID-19, which was also not good. You remember that we went with COVID-19 having been downgraded, the economy was losing jobs, and the, the, the COVID-19, therefore, uh, also exacerbated that 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 era. But so you need that the government and this and, and the all social partners to come together and and quickly uh, have an economic strategy that is going to to, to 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 return us to some form of normality if you want to say. I see that you've asked the president to tighten business rescue legislation. What are the specifics of that demand you're making? We have assessed the track record of business rescue uh, uh, practitioners in general. They've got a fairly very poor uh, success rate. Uh, I mean, if government didn't uh, fight hard through the Department of Public uh, um, Enterprises, they they will still be in the SAA today without any rescue plan, and they continue to demand of public uh, some money there. So we want them to tighten that. Uh, the parliamentarians, in fact, of course, led by the president, to tighten the... The, 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 the rules because the very few I mean the, the, the powers are given to other part, parties once you you evoke that the uh, business practitioners um, risk business practitioners process you find that the state or the government have no much role but the, 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 because there was this was will just do especially if it comes from court and then the, the, the legislation that uh, allows them to do as they wish but at the end of the day there's no company that we can point it out now that uh, in the past five years or so was saved, was saved because of the business rescue. So one day, situation where government will ever say, in, particularly in, in directing uh, what needs to be done in order to, 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 to save. So it, it must be a joint effort. It mustn't be a one-sided thing. And, and tell me about these labor amendments. We know that Parliament passed several of them over a year, year ago, but they haven't yet been implemented. What are the, the particular labor amendments you want, you want uh, implemented immediately? Yes, some of them. You remember that there was a, the the issue of the of the paternity leave that was supposed to be given to to, to be extended to 
to the workers, uh, including those one of a, of a, of a, what we call surrogate sarog- leaves. There are those leaves that have been put into into place by 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 parliament. But you have a situation where there's no money that is coming from the national treasury that is supposed to to pay. For, for those leaves, because remember, leave is money for others, and they would, they would, it's supposed to come from the the the, 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 the department of the other the other the other uh, law that was there is a question of the public procurement bill that we said it must be it must be it must be amended in order to make sure that people people are forced to purchase from home, including for instance now. We, we we have a, a situation of of, of COVID nineteen, but uh, the government uh, is still continuing to procure things from, from importing them from abroad, thereby disseminating the firms that are here in the country that are supposed to to to, to, to benefit in those procurement processes. There are sections what we are saying that the section one eight eight nine that the employers at any slightest provocation they run into eating in extension workers. We have made a call that those, that those, that section must be tightened. It shouldn't be easy. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be very easy and uh, and uh, cheap for for. For, for employers to just uh, retrench workers everyone willingly like that. And, and Mr. Shingaya, t- tell me about this. I mean, th- there seemed to have been an overall impression at this meeting that none of you is really very happy with Cyril Ramaphosa's tenure as president. Am I, am I getting the right impression from the tone of your, your engagements? No, well, we did make a point that as workers were running out of patience in terms of the slow pace of implementing the promises that they uh, he promised it to the nation when he was campaigning for both as a president of the African National Congress, but also as a president of the country. We do think that uh, the good intentions that was uh, uh, was uh, preached during his campaigns and the campaign of his party uh, are just now in paper. So our view is that it was very slow in implementing some of those resolutions, including the issues of the of of, of the, implementing the agreements that come from the social compacts that we have, particularly on job. Remember, he had the job summit, he had the investment summit. There are resolutions that he is heading what we call a presidential working committee that seems to not be uh, coming to part in terms of implementing those frameworks. He has promised uh, as a, as, as a, that is, that, and under his tenure, there will be little corruption that is taking place. As he speaks today, he says, if uh, uh, South Africans, all of them, are, are corrupt because every day when you, when you when you wake up, you hear stories of corruption. We don't see him to say the thing, to do the things that he said he will do uh, together with that, those of his of, of collective in government, but also collective in the, in the ruling party. So we're we are asking him to defend, we're asking him to deliver on his promises, because otherwise workers are being eliminated, alienated from him and unfortunately to his organization, because it is the workers that are bearing the brand of the scourge of corruption in a form of them losing jobs. You know that the workers in the public service have not been paid their salaries. You know that the health workers are crying about the poor quality and the lack of the protective clothing. But every day they are seeing billows that are being plunged all over the place that people are fighting over, but the workers are not benefiting from those. So we don't think that they should keep on writing letters to his members. They must start to act and act now. So, so you're definitely going on strike in October? On October, it is a, a, our international descent day, and therefore we have de- declared that day in, in the South African context as a, a, a an anti-corruption day because we're going to to fight to defend our jobs, but also are going to fight and insist that uh, those state institutions that are tasked with fighting corruption and crime must must act. So we're going to see. We're going to 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 to, to, to march to. Either the, the NPA offices, the, the, the Hawks, we're going to march to the Commission because we want to start to see people getting 
being behind bars, people being prosecuted. The commissions and commissions are not going to help this country and stop the corruption. So we are definitely going to strike on the, on the 7th of October. Mike Chingange, thank you for speaking to me this afternoon. He's the Kasatu First Deputy President.